Welcome to another episode of Canada Startups. Uh, today's interview is with Dylan Mendez of PickWaste. PickWaste is the youth movement for global improvement. Uh, it's a really cool social initiative. Uh, they're based out of Pickering, but they're quickly expanding to the GTA, Kitchener, Waterloo. Uh, the list goes on, and, and it was a pleasure to sit down with them, and I hope you guys enjoy the interview. to the principals at these meetings, then we kind of earn the respect that we kind of deserve. 
you know, on one occasion, Sam and I were about to give a talk at a school, and the teachers came up to us after the talk and told us what they were thinking before we gave our presentation. And they were kind of like chuckling and, you know, sort of, you know, making fun of us that these two teenagers were going to talk to a whole school of 500 students. And after they heard us present, they said, you know, they told us, you know, how they kind of chuckled at us and how they, you know, judged us in a way. And that was completely wrong after they heard us present. So I think, you know, age is also very powerful, but it can also be a, a challenge for us at this point. Right, right. Kind of like puts a cap on your knowledge. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So what advice would you have for new entrepreneurs or that new entrepreneur looking to start their first venture? It's to just take action. Take small, consistent action. That's kind of, that's like the way we kind of pre, uh, preach ethic waste. The way, you know, it's kind of like our motto is that if you take small, consistent actions, you will indeed have massive global impact. And if you look at figures such as, you know, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Gloria Steinem, you know, Gandhi, they all took small, consistent actions to attain their massive goals. You know, that's, that's probably, you know, one big thing I would tell any entrepreneur that wants, that has an idea but doesn't know how to take action. A second would to be, you know, don't let anyone tell you that that action is too insignificant. Don't let anyone tell you that in the grand scheme of things, whatever you do is not going to mean anything because that's the biggest lie you or anyone has ever told you that that is true because that is so false. You know, find your passion and align it with your purpose and just take small, consistent action. How do you plan to grow moving forward? Yeah, so one of the ways that we are growing is speaking engagements. So we've spoken at about um, 10 schools this past year. We are speaking at three schools next week and plan on speaking at 15 more schools by the end of, uh, by the, end of the year in December. In addition, we also do booth setups. So we have done about six booth setups to date and has seven more scheduled throughout summer um, at, at different locations. Um, Ajax, Scarborough, Pickering, Waterloo. Um, while speaking at schools in Waterloo in September, having that set up, as well as expos. We actually got invited to the largest youth empowerment expo in Canada. It's called Experience Your Life. Um, I believe it's happening uh, in the end of August in downtown Toronto. Um, so we have a booth set up there beside the you know U, uh, UN, WWF, these big non-for-profit companies who are social enterprises you want to make change in society. In addition, we got invited to um, Girl Talk. Girl Talk is a company owned by entrepreneur Katie Zaperi. Um, she sets up these these chapters in different schools, and she empowers women for them to make a change in their society, you know, for them to be known as equal to men and to, you know, act on this knowledge that, you know, they have the right to stand tall, they have the right to be equal to, to men. And so we got invited to uh, her expo, her conference, to set up a booth as well. And definitely trying to spread awareness and grow this as, as far as we can to let people understand the, the impact that, you know, committing to a small, consistent action can have on the world. Awesome. And I'm just curious, um, how many employees do you currently have? So right now it's just Sam and myself. Um, Sam is the other co-founder who I mentioned before who I saw picking up garbage. Um, but we do have a, a volunteer base. So roughly we have uh, 400 volunteer signups, um, two, a little over 200 are in Pickering, and we have uh, about 50, 75 Ajax, 50, around 50, no, 75 in Scarborough, and as well as a volunteer race that's currently growing in Waterloo. Awesome. So how did you go about uh, reaching out to these volunteers? How did you find them? For sure, yeah. So um, to volunteer, you can uh, get access on our website at www.pickways.ca. And that's kind of how, how we gauge volunteers, um, just through word of mouth. In addition, social media. We have over 4,000 followers on Instagram, and you know that, that kind of grows itself. 
You also have an ambassador program. So if you have an Instagram account, you can become an ambassador at, again, thickwaste.ca. And, you know, we, we send out a post every two weeks and you know, that kind of spreads to their followers as well. Um, so at these boot setups, we, you know, we, when we have encounters, we understand not everyone's from Pickering. So we, we have signups right there and when you sign up with your city, it kind of goes to its own little Dropbox. And then we'll send you an email right when you get that, that location going. Why we speak at schools is that we understand that empowering youth is kind of the way to get to their families. You know, youth can make change no matter how old you are. You know, age is just a number. So what we realize and what has happened is that when we go to speak at schools, these kids are so passionate and motivated and driven by our speech that they go and tell their, their parents and families about it. And that's kind of like how we expand our network and we get their whole families coming up to our cleanups. What would you say were some of the key ingredients in making your business successful? Uh, so key ingredients, I would definitely say, um, you know, working with Sam on the same level, um, kind of having like, you know, the same mindset, the, the same drive, um, you know, committing to small habits ourselves. I mean, I, I understand that it, it, it is hard at, at, a, at a young age, you know, I'm currently in school. Um, it, is, it is hard to, to balance, you know, building this community initiative while, you know, staying up, uh, up to date with some of the clubs that I'm in and, you know, the extracurriculars as well as my academics. So just kind of like planning everything out uh, ahead of time and trying to, you know, kill kill every day um, like like it was kind of your last. Time management. Time management. What would you say was something that was most unexpected? Unexpected. Um, I think definitely the growth. I think we, you know, we started out with four guys that Saturday morning after I saw Sam picking up litter. Um, didn't really know where this would go. So from four, kind of went to, you know, now we have 400 signups. Now we have 4,000 followers on Instagram in, in, in under a year, in 10 months. Um, we really didn't expect this to grow to that scale. Um, the printing house actually donated us, you know, banners for our booth. You know, we, we got these t-shirts donated to us by a company called Festival Printing. We got 4,000 biodegradable gloves donated to us by a company in the States. And 500 garbage bags donated to us by a company in the States called Evolution Bags. And these bags are actually made out of, made out of garbage. So these companies, these individuals, you know, see the potential and they're willing to help us. So, you know, answer your question. This whole movement was kind of unexpected, but it's taking, you know, a rapid turnaround and a rapid kind of growth factor in, in my life and Sam's life. And we're really happy with the progress that we've made. Um, what do you do to stay motivated? In the grand scheme of things, you, you might think that this action will not, will not explode, will, will not take off. Um, and, and it's hard to see the vision, you know, every single day. You know, it's, it's hard to stay focused, it's hard to stay driven when you have so many other things going, going on. You know, so, so some people tell us, you know, oh, like, you know, picking up litter is, is not going to do anything for the environment. You know, we have, we have people, you know, kind of telling us this or saying, like, there's too much litter. Like, there's, you guys can't pick up all of it. It's kind of like take, taking these, these statements, these questions, and, you know, turning them into motivation and drive for Sam and myself and for Big Boys. Uh, what was the mistake you made early on uh, that you learned from? Um, Sam and I have grown a lot to understand the environmental science and just like the studies behind what we're doing. Um, at, at first, it was just like, oh, there's so much garbage around everywhere, like, let's clean it up. You know, now we understand that, you know, say if you pick up a coffee cup or a water bottle on the street, you know, there was thousands of chemicals needed to make that product. And all those chemicals are being embedded soak into our soil, is one damaging the soil. And two, which will lead into our underground water supply, will then again affect us. So like at Pickways, you know, the underlying message and the driving force we have 
From the driving statement, that the vitality of humanity is a simple reflection of the condition of the environment. And that might sound a little confusing, but I'm going to break it down into you know, three, three small statements, three small ways. And what are the three major resources that we need to live? Water, food, and oxygen. Pretty simple, right? See, the waters that we continue to pollute ultimately become the waters that we drink. And the fish still swimming in these oceans and lakes become the food that we have to eat. The soil we pollute grows the vegetables that we eat. I don't know if any, any of our viewers are farmers or anything like that, but a farmer can tell you that the crop, the yield, or the food that grows is only as good as the quality of the soil. And lastly, the air that we constantly pollute with these greenhouse gases and, the, and these factories and these chemicals becomes the oxygen that we breathe. See, it's, it's, it's a very, very simple statement. It's a, it's a very simple kind of driving force, but people don't really understand it. Some people say, oh, wow, you're so passionate about the environment. I'm so passionate about the environment. And I'd like to say that statement's not really true because if we're saving the environment, and if that statement is true, we're also saving all of humanity. So it's kind of like the, the driving force that, that we have at Pick Race and got us to understand, you know, why, you know, our action for of allowing someone to bring plastic bottles to our cleanups is kind of wrong. So just, you know, constantly educating ourselves and learning from our mistakes. What do you do to keep learning? For sure, yeah. So a huge thing Sam and I do is constantly, like, read. Just be engaged and be absorbed and emerge in, like, all these different resources, whether it be podcasts, reading, YouTube videos, um, going to conferences. We, we actually partnered up with a club in Waterloo called Enactus, and we're actually going to a conference um, this month. I believe it's May 14th to the 16th, and we're going to be competing at this conference, where there are also so many keynote speakers at this conference, such as, you know, the president of Tim Hortons, president of Katie Tire, um, CFO of Capital One, who are going to engage us and empower us on social entrepreneurship. In addition, there is um, an eco-section that we, we hope to partake in, hope to participate in that competition, as well as learning from other initiatives that are already kind of set in stone around Canada. Um, so yeah, definitely, like we're, I'm trying to read uh, one book one week in the summer. We'll see how that kind of uh, partakes. Um, trying to read more you know, even about the environment, and even about like figures in history who made global impact, who made change. And what I've realized in the in the short books that I've read is that and they all took small, consistent actions. Where do you see Pick Waste in two years? And so the the plan, the direction, the vision for Pick Waste in two years is we want everyone to have heard about the initiative in Ontario. So we want everyone in Ontario, Toronto, you know, the GTA, to hear about the initiative, to spread awareness about the initiative. Um, I read a book called The Tipping Point. And it was by the author Malcolm Gladwell. And the underlying message in this book is that people assume the actions of others in an attempt to partake in correct behavior. It sounds kind of wordy, but what this means is that if I see someone doing an action, I am likely to partake in that action or to partake in action surrounding that concept. So if people see us pick up litter, they will one, either be more inclined to pick up litter or two, simply not to litter. Right, so just spreading awareness about this initiative, allowing people to hear it, whether they come up to the cleanups or not, that's on them. But just to hear about it and just constantly grow it in, you know, two years, hopefully in Ontario, and five years throughout Canada. It's kind of the goal of the vision. That's awesome. So uh, now if you want to plug anything to our viewers, what they want to check out? For sure. So um, please, um, you know, reach out if you have any questions about Pick Waste. 
can find us on our website at www.pickwaste.ca, um, on Instagram at pickwaste, Twitter at pickwaste as well, Facebook, you can, you can look us up anywhere. Um, another thing is we are creating a product this summer. I'm not going to reveal to you what that product is, but uh, make sure to keep an eye out on all of our social media platforms because we're going to really um, advertise it through that. And this product that we're creating is going to directly fund our cleanups in any which way. Sam and I are currently leading cleanups in Pickering, but we are expanding. And we are looking for team leaders, so hopefully um, fund this initiative and grow the cleanups throughout the GTA. Um, in addition, you know, please, please reach out to us. Please keep in touch. And if you are, um, if you attend any high schools, universities, colleges, and you'd like us to speak at, at these institutions, please reach out to us at info at pickways.ca. Thank you for that. Thank you. Just wanted to say thank you very much for staying to the end of the podcast. Uh, it was definitely a huge pleasure to sit down with Dylan and learn all about Pick Waste and what they have going on. Uh, this was actually the first social uh, entrepreneurship venture we've had on Canada Startups, but we definitely hope to do more, and it was a great start to that. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook at Canada Startups, Instagram at canadastartups.ca, our website www.canadastartups.ca. We have uploads every Monday, and we look to inspire, educate, and create new entrepreneurs with each one of them. Thanks again for listening to the Canada Startups podcast and hope to see you for the next one.